Hello, beautiful people. Thank you so much, as always, for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs About Films. Over the weekend, I caught the latest festive release, Violent Night, seeing David Harbour's Santa Claus take down a bunch of bad guys. And this is the thing. It's festive. It's Christmas. I am going to try and keep things very merry, should we say, on the podcast. So expect a lot more Christmas films and reviews coming your way, so don't miss that. Keep up to date with all of that on the social media side of things, I'll give that a, um, a plug-in just a tick. But when it comes to this time of year, there's always these new Christmas films that come out, I say, and, and just I'm always kind of looking for the next one that I feel has got the best like rewatch capability or rewatchability. Um, the last real good one that I think I watched re- in, in recent years was Claws, which was on Netflix. That was very, very good. Uh, if you've not seen that, do check it out. And so I was like, when I saw the trailer for this, I thought, that looks like a lot of fun. Like David Harbour is Santa Claus. yes taking down bad guys yes ingenious and inventive ways of killing people yes and that is pretty much what you get in this film with violent night like it is one that a lot of people will definitely enjoy and probably rewatch over christmas for me personally i feel like this was just a, a one viewing and then i'm done kind of thing like it was good for what it was but it didn't have the same rewatchability into the sense of like Die Hard does or John Wick. I know John Wick's not a Christmas film, but like when you think about John Wick, the premise is very simple, very just straight narrative, excellent fun and great action sequences and great kills. Whereas Violet Knight, I don't know, like I did, I did like the story and, and, and David Harbour obviously has Santa Claus and what unfolds in it. But I, I just personally didn't feel like it was the best film. It was all right. You know what I mean? It was fine. So we're going to talk about that on this podcast to say we're going to keep it spoiler free as well so don't worry about that jump onto facebook and search joe blogs about films give us a like and a follow as i said earlier so you can find out when new episodes are going to be uploaded and what the new episodes are going to be especially over the christmas period because i've got a few ideas to say i'm going to try and get as much as i possibly can watch there's obviously a big film coming out towards the end of the year well in the next few weeks or so i should say avatar so we'll obviously be getting a review of that with all of that, though, obviously the podcast is available on rss.com, Spotify, Apple, Google, pretty much everywhere now that you can get your podcasts from. So whatever you're listening to this through, thank you. And while you're at it, hit the notification button and leave us a review because that would be absolutely wonderful. So, yeah, it's Christmas time and the jaded rather than jolly Santa Claus is forced to save the day as violently as possible. Reckoning with too many pints, a gang of mercenaries and a family who have lost their Christmas spirit, he's got a lot to check off his list. First things first, David Harbour as Santa Claus is great. It is so much fun, and it's one of those castings where you're like, surprised they've not done this sooner, if I'm being honest. I think it was really ace to see, like I said, this Santa Claus that's lost his Christmas spirit to start with, really kind of on the fence of, should I carry on doing this? Because people don't really care anymore. No one believes what's the point in it all. Kids are getting greedy. People, in fact, the world is run on greed, essentially. Like, what, what is what am I actually bringing to the table? So I really liked seeing that kind of that side of Santa Claus where we see him right at the start, just completely done with it all, to then finding this newfound belief, this newfound purpose of Christmas, you know, through this little girl that's part of this hostage situation, this family that obviously overrun by mercenaries led by the fantastic John Leguizamo. Always great to see him. As a bad guy as well, I do love his villains, and he just plays another great one in this. I, I also like the touch of this, that the mercenaries were all named after some obviously like christmas names for example john leguizamo is mr scrooge or scrooge and then everyone else is just like krampus or sugar plum or candy cane and stuff like that so i did like that touch it kept things very festive indeed but to see like i say this santa claus that obviously he's a badass you know what i mean like he can take these villains down no problem 
and why it is there, what he what he was before Santa, kind of what they do with his backstory is quite interesting with that. And we're not going to go too much into that, obviously, because that'd be down spoiler territory. But they give like an explanation as to why he is so badass, so John Wick-esque, so like it's a great with a hammer. Uh sledgehammer, that is in fact. Because this is the thing, obviously, we're talking about David Harbour and, and Santa Claus. There is that charm and that like that that just everything you expect David Harbour to bring to this role, you know, like I said, these these jokes that he, that he quips. Or like I said, these lines, anyone that can say Santa Claus is coming to town in that action voice and make it like an iconic action hero line, just ticking all the boxes, aren't they? Like it was it was perfect, some of his delivery lines and such. And the actual fighting sequences, like this is this is what we're all here for, isn't it? Say the film's called Violet Night, for goodness sake. Like it is him in any way possible with whatever he can get his hands on, aside from the sledgehammer just geniusly taking down these villains like some of the some of the techniques and methods that are used in this wow 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 there's there's one that involves a a christmas star the star that goes on the top of the tree very very like some of there were times when you're watching this film and you are kind of wincing because you're like oh that's 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 gonna hurt <laughs> like really really excellent on that front the the downside of it for me is necessarily like i think it was too padded out on the family side of things in the sense that you know John Leguizamo is coming to rob this family's you know hall of money they've got in this vault you know this very wealthy family that this family as well are not great people either so and it was nice touch as well because I didn't realize when obviously watching it at the when it first when I first saw her on screen or when I first even heard her voice because she sounds a little bit different now but my friend pointed out that the mother of the family, the character Gertrude Lightstone, is actually played by Beverly D'Angelo, who is in my all-time favourite Christmas film, plays the mother in the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, like, absolutely blew my mind. Like, it obviously looks a little bit different to, to obviously, what, what back then, but really nice to see her on screen again. It was a nice little touch, maybe, to even include John Leguizamo, who obviously famously was in Die Hard 2. So it's like they've picked people out of other Christmas films and plonk them into this one. I just thought it worked really well with that front because this is the thing as well. When I'll come back to the, the family side in just a tick in terms of it being a bit, bit too bloated. I want to try and stick to my positives for this film. So obviously I'm a big fan of the very, very great kills that are in this film and the actual action, the actual action when it kicked off. But like the inspiration this film had is clearly people have been saying everywhere that it's like Die Hard, Die Hard 2 and Home Alone. That for me is like great, even more of reason to get behind and, and see this film kind of thing because Die Hard's like inspired so many other action films and this one, it is very Die Hard. You know, it's very, again, a, a nice simple premise, you know, in the sense that there's just bad guys trying to steal something and and like someone's where they, someone's in the wrong place at the wrong time, essentially, or right place at the right time, depending on how you look at it. Kind of. Try to think of and compare it to like, you know, the Die Hard sense of obviously like Santa Claus was just in the room and like Bruce Willis' character was just upstairs trying to put his feet up while all this crap was kicking off down in the uh, in the building. So, yeah, the the inspiration is there, and it's just it's it's great because there's moments in this where you are like, well, that's like Home Alone, like times a hundred, like these booby traps that are going off, and you're thinking, well, this kid is great because that's the thing as well. The other the other thing that I thought was really lovely was that they had a great child actor in this, uh, Leah Brady, who played Trudy Lightstone. She's the spark. She's the sprinkle, obviously, of hope for Santa. That kids do believe in Santa Claus. Kids do still believe in Santa Claus and they still, you know, respect and, and well, love him kind of thing because he, you know, brings Christmas cheer, all this and that. It's great to see David Harbour's, like, you know, character see that, understand that and then really get behind trying to save the day as well. Like, actually, you know, there's there are people out there that are greedy to take this family that sadly Trudy is part of but not everyone is as bad as that kind of thing. So I, I did like that dynamic and relationship between the two of them was really lovely. Just kind of, I say, softened Santa Claus a little bit, 
in between all the bloodshed. So really, really nice to see those two interact and, and the chemistry they had. It was really lovely. So just the only, like I said, the main negative I have is it felt way too bloated in the middle of just padding out these family sequences as they're being held hostage. Again, there's some good moments in there, but it, you know, it, the, the film's one hour, one hour 40, I think it is. Maybe if it would have just cut down 10 minutes, it, it's weird that because I'm always saying that lately, cut, cut the film down, cut, like who am I to say, you know what I mean? But th for me, it just, there were these moments or, or like these sequences, I should say, where the film just felt really like kind of padded out too much, uh, especially with that like family hostage situation. But all in all, it is a pretty decent enough, uh, decent enough Christmas action flick. Uh, it might not topple like the the lights of Die Hard, but and and there's no question about it. This is a Christmas film, you know. What I mean, we're not gonna have that kind of debate with Violet Night if we're trying to link it back to uh, to Die Hard. But say the the Die Hard two references are there, like the snow speeders and stuff. It was really like if you're a fan of all of that, like say Home Alone and and your Die Hards and anything actually set at Christmas, you're gonna have a good time with this. And if you're a fan of David Harbour, you'll love him as Santa Claus. Like he was really really great as i say to start off as as downbeat as he was to then see this action hero side of him kind of thing to then back at the end where he's finally got that christmas spirit after the events he i thought was really really great and um, great portrayal of him as i said right at the start i don't understand how that's not happened any time any sooner you know so really really good stuff though it's not the best christmas film like i say i don't think it'll be one that i'll be necessarily in a rush like if it was on maybe if it was on netflix maybe i would give it a watch at another point but it's one that i personally won't be buying for my collection but it was a good fun evening at the cinema albeit as i say just uh yeah, pretty all right, you know what I mean? It was decent enough. Out of 10, I'll give this a 6. Like I say, it's definitely got some elements that I absolutely dug, really got behind. Just thought that overall it was just a fairly decent enough film. I didn't realise as well until obviously afterwards when my friend as well mentioned that it was uh, produced by the same production company that did Bullet Train. Um, 87 North Productions, I think it is. So you can see that as well. Like I say, if you saw Bullet Train this year, which was a lot of fun, wow, that was fun. Uh, again, it's, it's all of those kind of things. I've, I've thrown loads of films at you there in terms of where you can see the inspiration coming from and you know behind the scenes and such um but yeah if you're a fan of all of that you'll dig this it's a good laugh anyways and one just any excuse to watch this kind of film at christmas i guess but yeah i'm gonna leave it there six out of ten i think is fair for the film say so david harbour really great the action was solid really great ingenious kills that they were wonderful thought they really 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 ramped that up towards the end as well the last 20 minutes are just wild uh john leguizamo excellent villain once again yeah just an all-round decent enough trip to the cinema looking forward to hearing what you think of it as well let me know if you've seen violet night do get in touch let me know your thoughts as well but of course obviously stick around with the podcast hit follow all of that jazz let me know what you want to hear on the podcast as well look forward to doing more christmas reviews for you over the festive period but as always thank you so much for listening until the next episode take care <laughs>